Hi, my name is Carly Anna, and you are listening to CE Over It. Welcome back to another episode. We are going to be talking about in today kind of like what my predictions slash things that we're kind of gearing towards with marketing and strategies in 2023. I kind of talked about this a little bit with our last episode where I was giving you like a recap on 2022, kind of where we're going into 2023. But this is something that I've been like heavily talking about with 10KGG and where I really feel like marketing is going to have a big switch because I really do feel like now more than ever, we are seeing like a huge switch with like what's been working in the past with marketing. And then like all of a sudden things just like simply not working and going a completely different route. And so I really feel like 2023 is going to be like a whole different year than we've ever seen before in marketing. And I'm actually really, really excited about it. So I just kind of like want to chat about it and see what you guys think, uh, see if you guys have any thoughts on it. But anyways, super excited. Let's get into it. But I actually guess before we get into it, we are actually got to do our little segment, Snacks and Tracks. Of course, let's start with my favorite of the two, the Tracks section. Uh, things that I have been watching and listening to. Okay, you guys know I do really like Yellowstone, and it's good. I love Yellowstone, but after watching 1883, 1873, and then 1923, I get the dates wrong, but like they're the spinoff shows of Yellowstone. It's basically like the same, following the same Dutton family, just like generations beforehand. And the first one, 1883, is following the Dutton family of like how they actually got their Yellowstone land. And it is so freaking good. Like, that is a show that I am still thinking about today. It is it is phenomenal. The main character, not the, I guess there's a few main characters. There's Tim McGraw, who's the dad. He's, like, John Dutton's, like, great-great-granddad or whatever. And then there's, like, Faith Hill, and he, that's his wife. And they are amazing. Like, I did not think Tim McGraw and that Faith Hill were going to do that well, but, like, they're some of my favorite characters. And like while we're watching 1923, which has Harrison freaking Ford in it, I still think I prefer Tim McGraw to Harrison Ford, even though it's not like, like Harrison Ford is really, really good. I just genuinely think like Tim McGraw like fit that role so freaking well. It was so good. But anyways, their daughter is like the main, main character and her story... <gasps> I was not only in tears, but inspired the entire time. It is just riveting. I freaking love her. Like, she reminds me of, like, the country badass form of Aelin Galathinius from Throne of Glass. She's just such a bad A. She, like, knows what she wants. She likes pretty things. I just think she's really cool. I really liked her. Her story was really interesting. And I genuinely prefer those to Yellowstone. Now, on to snacks. I feel like the snack that I have is really boring, but it is genuinely one of my favorite things that I have found. Uh, When I was on maternity leave, I don't know if you guys know this about me. You probably don't. I don't know why you would ever know this about me, but I suck at breastfeeding. I always try it because I love it, but now I have failed three out of three times. Not only do I have a really, really hard time, like, 
making milk. And I'm telling you guys, like, I have tried everything. I'll tell you all of the attempts I've tried to do breast milk. But, like, the breast milk I do make just always gives my kids weird allergic reactions. Like, I don't know if my kids, like, have a weird gut or if it's, like, my milk. But out of all three of the kids, they've all, like, I've had to go on dairy. And then, like, I will go back and give them, like, my extra breast milk that's, like, frozen in my freezer. And... They can't handle it. They're, like, throwing it up. They just have horrible reactions to my breast milk. So while I was, like, in this era of trying to get my breast milk, like, up, there's, like, a lot of tales, I guess, around, like, things that you can do to get your breast milk production up. And a few of those things are, like, eating tons of oatmeal, of course, drinking tons of water, but even, like, better than water, drinking coconut water. And, like, there's a bunch of, like, other supposedly weird drinks that like can bring your breast milk up I've tried all those I've tried the breast milk supplements I have tried I I seriously like I will breastfeed and then I pump after every single session I've tried power pumping I have tried literally everything and I just like cannot get my breast milk to stay up and you know one of the things that I came across when I was going through that little era was this delicious freaking oatmeal and I've only ever been able to find it at Winco. So if Winco is not like a nationwide or wherever you are, I am so sorry. I am so sorry for this. But it is really, really good. It's just called like, it's called Nine Crane Oatmeal, which I know is super generic. But it kind of tastes like if you've ever had the cream of wheat oatmeal, it kind of tastes like that. But it doesn't get clumpy like cream of wheat does. If you've ever had that, you know the clumps that I'm talking about. Some people love the clumps. Like my husband is a freaking clump fiend. He like makes me make that oatmeal purposefully like with clumps in it. He like doesn't let me stir it. So it gets, it's disgusting. I'm like, who, what creature are you? Like that's disgusting. You deserve jail time for that. But this one doesn't have clumps. And it also tastes like a little bit heartier and just sweeter than regular cream of wheat. I don't even know how else to describe it besides like it's heartier because the grains are a little bit bigger, but it's still got that same texture as cream of wheat. It just tastes a little bit less processed and it's still sweeter at the same time. I really like it. 10 out of 10. I have that almost every single day. It's one of my favorite breakfasts now, even now when I'm not breastfeeding anymore. I love it. Okay, little update with where we're at in the business, which by the way, I thought I would share this with you guys. If you guys like want to see like actual day-to-day updates, I've started like having subscribers on my Instagram, like my personal business Instagram, Carliana underscore, where I'm literally like, here's what we're doing today. Here's why it sucks. Or here's what we're going through. Here's how I'm trying to troubleshoot this. Here's what's awesome. Like very, very, very real updates on my finances, like launches, manifestation, like all that stuff that I'm like doing right then. I'm only doing it for $5 a month. So if you want to go and subscribe on my Instagram, you can totally do that. So I thought I'd mention that here. Anyways, uh, we are in the midst of a launch right now of Happy High Ticket, which leads into a big launch for 10K Girl Gang, which if you're not quite sure, 10K Girl Gang is like my bread and butter baby child lover. Wow. No, not baby child lover. Let's not put all three of those things in a description, Carly. How about we just go with my my child? <laughs> Let's call it my child. It's like all of my years of coaching, like put into one, just one thing. It is seriously my favorite. It's like the thing that we've created to help graphic designers and just creatives in general, because we've had lots of copywriters in there too, 
actually get consistent clients and get clients that actually respect them and all while doing it while having like fun and wealth in their life. And then part two, which this is coming in February, we haven't publicly announced this. This is like the first quote unquote public announcement of this is we are redoing the latter half of 10kgg to include more scale implemented things like it's going to have because we have some stuff in there on like passive income and hiring and team management but like I'm bringing my OBM on as a consultant and we're like writing out a very very in-depth course curriculum and program to be more on the side of like how do you actually go from being a freelancer to being a CEO and like consistently getting the clients not just like okay now I can land the clients how do we do it consistently how do I like outsource it to a team how do I work a little bit less now that like I have proven that I'm able to like actually run a business the finances the legal stuff like all that stuff anyways I could talk about it forever and I probably will talk a little bit more about it on the podcast but I'm really really excited for that section anyways I'm I digress 10k girl again we're doing a launch of it right now And anytime I do a launch, I have no idea how the heck it's going to go. Like, for example, we are doing the exact same launch plan of something that we did for 10KGG, like last following, we're following the exact same plan that we did last June right now. And we're just like, let's just try it again and like see what happens because it worked really, really well in June. And it's been really interesting to see how it's been working out. We haven't had as many signups for Happy High Ticket than we did the first time, but I think that's just because a lot of people have already been to it. And anytime you do something for the very first time, like you get more people going. But like the response has been like a lot more ambitious, I guess, like a lot more engaged than it was last time. So it's really interesting to see how that's going with it. So We'll see. We have like six more days of the launch left, I believe. I'm recording this on Thursday and it ends on Wednesday. So next time I record an episode, hopefully we get a little bit of an update and I'll let you guys know. So that's kind of what we're doing in our business. We're also like really, again, we're getting ready for scale. We're writing that program. I'm really excited for that. Also just internally, we're really like last year again was like crazy stabilization. Like we hired a bunch of new people and now we're kind of like getting people in their roles. And so like me and my OBM, Abby, we just yesterday like sat down and we wrote an entire manual, like employee manual for an employee that had basically been existing and doing her job without any guidelines, which is so difficult to be an employee without any structure and any idea of really what you're doing. It was just kind of like flying by the seat of her pants and just doing things like as we were telling her. And so now we're like actually creating a manual for her. We should have done this when we first hired her, but we know better now. And so we're doing the manual, just kind of going back on our internal systems with that. What else is going on? Yeah, I think that's pretty much the update. I can't think of anything else that's like really happening. That's super like in my face or at least top of mind right now. Okay, let's get into it. This week's episode. I feel like I'm like jumping all over the place, but just like one more thing too. If you do want to join 10kgg while we're like doing this cool scale thing with all the things about hiring and passive income and we're like really creating that side out of 10kgg more, join before March because we're kind of like running it almost as like a beta program right now where you're going to get in at the same price as 10kgg normally is, which is 5k. After we run this beta program, I don't know if 
people who want to come into 10kgg if they want to choose the tract of scale if they're going to be able to get in at the same price of 5k i feel like we'll likely raise that price where you can either join 10kgg for like the 5k price point and get like the core 10kgg stuff or if you like are more on the scale side of 10kgg like join for eight or 10k i don't know or it's just going to be its own separate thing i have no idea that's kind of like what's awesome about rapid prototyping and doing beta rounds it's like you just get to build it out and see what's going to work best while you're doing it and the people that are in there with you on the first round get to be the people that like help you first build it so i have no idea i feel like something is definitely going to change with it though like it's going to be at least somewhat of a different price or somewhat of an upgrade so if you want to get in get in now before march is going to be awesome okay 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 marketing 2023 i'm just going to kind of like again be bouncing all over the place i have some like notes in my phone but i really really want to dive into like where i just principle wise like see 2023 going i feel like okay with 2020 and with 2021, I genuinely feel like we were exposed to a lot of people that like, we just really saw the glass. I feel like like a lot of companies, all of a sudden we were able to get like a glass door into like what's actually important to them, what their values are and how they're actually treating employees. And now more than ever, I feel like, which is such a good thing. Like I feel like people actually care about where it is and who it is that they're buying from and like actively looking for the signs of like, yes, that's a good person that I'm buying from and not just like buying from a company because they got an ad for it, which I feel like especially with the education industry and with the graphic design industry, anything that was like service oriented, like you used to be able, and I I remember this, like I used to be able to like go onto my Instagram stories and to just blatantly be able to just like talk about what is brand strategy and just give very, very basic information about what I was doing, how it was helpful. And I would be able to get clients from that. Like people would be like, oh my gosh, tell me more about brand strategy. Tell me more. But like now literally, I don't know if it's because part of it too, is we also have like a lot of people who are like teaching, like talk about, you know, this is how you get clients as you talk about it on Instagram. And so we have a lot of people doing that. But I just think people care now more like and they have more access to information. They have more access to graphic designers than they did before. They don't have to just like hire the first person that they have around them. People are doing better research. And so if the reason that you are saying that people should hire you is because like, here's why brand strategy is important. Like to me, that doesn't feel like a good enough reason anymore. Like you have to be able to say, this is why you should hire me specifically and why and you have to be able to like put your values into your work and into your process otherwise like that basic information of like this is why brand strategy is so important it's just like not relevant anymore like I can freaking google that and go find why brand strategy is important and I can like go to your competitor and find that exact same information it just like isn't landing the same anymore part of that too and another part of it is like people are just so sick of being sold to like people can see through it so much quicker and so instead of like seeing oh wow brand strategy like they're talking about what it is that's so cool they're so knowledgeable I think people are more seeing it as like that is such again basic information and I can see a you're just trying to sell to me but b like 
do you really know your stuff? Like, I know so many of us have been screwed over by like people spitting out information that's just like been force fed down their throats. Or it's just like, are you just, again, like regurgitating what everybody else is saying of what brand strategy strategy is? Like, do you really believe that? Do you really know that? Or again, are you just like regurgitating? And so I feel like a way to really show your expertise is to put your own spin on things. And I feel like we're going to be seeing that a lot more in 2023. And that's what we're going to be doing is like, I think information and just if you are going to do informational marketing, I'm like, here's why this is important. And here's why X, Y, and Z, we don't do it anymore. And here's why you need to invest in web design. Like it's got to be freaking good. Like no more fluffy crap. Like that stuff is so over because of like, again, in 2021, 2020, like I think people just saw through that and we're just over it. And we don't have the time. We don't have the resources. I'm like speaking a lot about this from like my own experience too. Like I don't have the time. I don't have the resources and I don't have the money to spare to just be like, oh yeah, I can like buy a thousand dollar course or like invest in a $3,000 branding person that like I think knows what they're doing. Like, no, I need to be so confident that that person is going to actually help me that like that $3,000 feels like well spent. People are cautious about their money, but like, I think people are still willing to spend their money, but we have to be like way more confident in where we're spending our money. I hope that's making sense. And so like, here's like where I see like free information going on 2023 is that like informational marketing, I don't think is as relevant anymore at all. And I think if you are again, going to be doing informational marketing, you're going to have to really, really step it up. And I'm talking about informational marketing on your Instagram the information that you're putting on your Instagram, like, again, it's got to be good. Like, I don't want to have to like go on Google and find the exact same information. Like who freaking cares? Freebies, like the freebies that, you know, you'll go onto someone's website and download like 25 free fonts or like 25 of the most luxurious fonts. There's just so much of that out there already. And like, I think people are so sick of like, having like their inbox just full of promotions and their inbox of like okay that was like somewhat helpful but was it actually worth giving my my email out like most of the time it's no and so I think if you're going to be giving people hey come join my inbox my email list it's got to be a freaking good freebie again like no more fluffy crap of like very vague information and then like hard selling on why they should work with you like it's got to be actually good information. And I feel like honestly, like having that actually good information and it's going to feel like, I think it should be good enough information where you're like, I feel like I'm giving away too much. And I feel like I'm like actually telling people my secrets. Like that's how I genuinely feel like much content you need to be like giving out because I just, I'm just so sick of the fluffy generalized crap. That's just like being regurgitated from person to person to person. I'm just, I'm so sick of it. And so that's, that's my take on freebies. And then I also think that like, okay, let's say you do have, I don't know. I just think freebies again are on the topic of freebies too. Like I just think people don't generally care about them. And so if you do have something that like you're wanting, like important information that you're wanting to put out there, freebies are good. But I also feel like, I almost think that like putting together like a $27 guide or a $27 like DIY thing or a $27 like workshop or whatever that people could watch. And it's full of quick wins, but it's freaking awesome, good quick wins that like people are gonna be like, wow, I have not heard this before. 
or haven't heard it said like this. Like, this is, like, genuinely really, really good information. And they just, like, cannot believe the value that they're getting out of your workshop, your guide, or whatever it is for $27. Again, like, people need to be blown away by the amount of value you're giving them. That's the way to go. I personally also think, like, webinars are somewhat dead. We're still going to be doing them somewhat. But, like, if you're like, I have so much information and I want to do this free webinar. No, like, just amp up. The amount of information you're giving and the amount of value you're giving and put it into a $27 workshop or a $37 workshop or whatever. I, I think you guys are like sick of me saying this, but like amp up the level of information you guys are giving people if you're going to be doing information. And and the overall reason of why I think that is so important is because I think when you're providing like genuine, real, helpful, quick wins and information for people, it's building your relationship with them. Like informational marketing gone like unless it's towards building a relationship with people like I just think I'm craving like a relationship with people I am craving like no more like hours on end of being in zoom no more just stupid freebies and people in my inbox like I want a genuine connection and a referral from someone if I'm going to be buying from you and so like I think that's like more the way to go with your marketing. So again, if you're going to be doing information, make sure it's really good enough that it's like actually going to put trust in you and your staff and what you're doing. So you're building a relationship. It's not not just information for information's sake and information for selling's sake, which I guess kind of leads me to my next point is like relationship marketing. We're really, really going to be focusing on building relationships in 2023. Like I think you guys have, you have definitely in the 2020 recap or 2022 recap, I talked a little bit about slowly gen stuff. Um, we are way, 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 way going more into slow lead gen because it's just, it's about building the relationship. It's about being friends with people. And if you're not familiar with that, it's basically like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like cold outreach, but not like, it's more just like, saying, hey, that's someone I want to be friends with. Like, I think we could work together and it would be really cool. I'm going to be the first person to reach out and just be friends with them. Like, I think some people might want to be a little bit more aggressive and make a pitch with those people. I personally don't. Like, I just genuinely want to be friends with those people. And then when the time comes and we have like a sale or like a push for enrollment or for a sale or whatever then like they can buy at that time. But like, I just want to nurture a relationship and become friends with those types of people. So slowly, Jen, and being the first one to be like, hey, like, let's be friends. Let's chat, commenting and reaching out to people and finding those people you actually want to hang out with. Like, I think is going to be far more effective than anything else you're doing. Going back to relational marketing, a few other things that we might be trying are like, well, like we're doing this podcast, obviously, but like we're also going to be trying to participate in more summits. We might even like be doing summits or something like that on our own, like and just even like free events that aren't there to sell anything. And they're just fun to build that relationship with people like two years ago, we did the designers sleepover and it was so much fun. We didn't charge for it. It had no pitch at the end. It was genuinely just to build relationships. And that is something that I really, really want to do again is just more events that are just for fun. They don't have like an end goal to it rather than just like having fun and building those relationships. And even though it doesn't seem like, oh yeah, that's a marketing tactic. I think it's a very long-term 
marketing thing is is networking and, and building those relationships. Are you guys so sick of me saying building relationships? Because I am. Here's my next point. This is why I also think that like on TikTok, stories are blowing up. Like you don't really see dancing videos of people pointing anymore. Thank heavens. I was never really on board with that trend. And you don't even really see just like dancing videos in general or like I don't know, just like, again, vague information, you see a lot more storytelling on TikTok and Reels. And why that's why I think this is why it's so popular is like you're building that relationship with people through storytelling. And people are just craving that authenticity. Authenticity is such a dumb word, but it is the word that is going to be relevant in this space. So I think the more authentic that you can be to yourself, and storytelling or however it is that you show up in your chosen marketing medium, the better you're going to be off. I don't think it matters. Like this is the way that it's, you know, TikTok is like the thing that's going to be working. You have to do seven second videos or you have to do static posts or whatever. Like that stuff is so crap. Like some of the strategies work, but more than the strategies, it's going to be like your presentation of those strategies and your connection and the authenticity that is showing through those strategies. Like we as creatives need to stop relying so much on the strategies and the formulas of getting clients and instead just like look at it and be like, what would I want? Like if someone were to reach out to me, like what would I like to see in a friendship and a relationship? And then reflect that because I'm sure, I'm so, so sure none of us would love to be pitched on our Instagram. I'm so sure none of us like love getting a bunch of like ads on our Instagram that aren't even related. Do what you feel like is intriguing to you. And I promise that it's going to stick and show your expertise so, so much better than somebody else's strategy, which I guess also kind of leads me to like, if you want to find out more of your strategy, we do have like a free marketing personality guide and I'll link it in the show notes that you can go and sign up for. And it's going to give you like a few ideas of like, this is something that why people love you. It's going to give you like a little bit of a superpower. And then it's also going to give you like your voice of like, this is how you should present the information. It's kind of like a mix of two mediums, your presentation or your superpower, and then your voice, how you say it. And that might, and there, there's like strategies that go with it. And that might help you figure that out a little bit more. Okay. on to my next little thing. We are stepping down on ads. We are totally stepping down on ads. We are not doing Facebook ads anymore. We might experiment with TikTok ads, but Facebook ads, they work. They they work, but like not well and not enough for me to like pour my money into it. Not enough for me to look at it and be like, I don't know. Every time I just like pour money into Facebook ads, I'm like, I would so much rather so much rather pay like one of my students to talk about it because a they're going to do a better job and be like I love them more than Mark Zuckerberg so why not pay them and they talk about it authentically already you know what I mean why am I not giving them money and giving them more incentives and so we are really really not even doing Facebook ads at all this year and we're really really lying heavily on organic marketing and networking and the relationships we're building. And we're trying to create more systems around that. We're trying to really train our internal team to have more organic marketing and to just have that be more of our focus because I would so much rather bet on my team, bet on my referrals, bet on all of our affiliates and 
all this organic stuff that I feel like I have a lot more control of and that I trust more of. I trust my people. I trust my people way more than Mark Zuckerberg. So, so much. And so like, we are just, we're just, we're done with Facebook. We're so, so done with it, especially after our client fest launch. I can't remember if I told you guys this, but like Ariel's Facebook ad account got locked down. I think I did tell you this, like three days in and like we lost so much money, so much money because the Facebook account just got locked and there's absolutely nothing that you can do. And then luckily we got it back soon enough where we were able to recoup and recover. But like we still didn't have a high enough like turnaround to like convince me to like keep moving forward. I was already walking on eggshells with Facebook and I was like, let's do it. And like, I was like, okay, hey, cool. Like we're going to do it. And then after that experience, I was just like, no, I am a hundred and ten. Like that was the last push that I needed to be done with Facebook. And so we're done. We're going on to organic stuff. And luckily I also think that's like where things are going to be most successful anyways. I really don't see Facebook ads being profitable for much longer. Like not only do they not work too, they're also freaking expensive now. Like you are not getting the same amount of like leads for the same amount of price that you used to. I mean, of course, like everything with inflation, everything is going up. It's just not worth it. It was barely worth it two years ago. It's definitely not worth it now. So that is my two cents on Facebook ads. I am open to it though. Like, I don't know. Like if someone wants to convince me that I'm wrong with Facebook ads, please convince me that I'm wrong because I've tried so many times and I don't want to be wrong about Facebook ads. But like, I don't know, me personally, we're just done. So that kind of leads me to my last point, which I feel like I've already really talked about is we are looking internally, organically, we're paying referrals, we're looking to be on podcasts, people summits, hosting our own fun things. And that's where we're going to be really putting our marketing efforts towards. So if you guys want me on your podcast or your summits too, like, please invite me. <laughs> and if you guys ever want to be on, on my podcast too, please let me know. We're always, always up for suggestions of who would be a good guest to come on the podcast. But anyways, that's kind of like our take on 2023 marketing trends, 2023 strategies, all that stuff that I see going. And we're also going to be trying out ourselves. And like I said, this is like something that we've been talking about a lot with 10KGG already. We really had our whole focus on our October retreat on all of this stuff. So this is something that like you're wanting to learn or be more a part of. You can totally join us inside 10KGG and learn exactly how we're doing our organic marketing reach this year and how we did it last year. Um, or you can even just subscribe on my Instagram. It's $5 a month and you can see a lot of it in depth. And if you guys have questions there, you can let me know. Uh, but I think that's everything for this week's podcast. Next week, I believe we'll have a guest expert. Maybe or maybe not, depending if we can get something scheduled. TBD, TBD, I'll let it be a surprise for you guys. A little bit of anticipation for you. So we'll see. But Thanks so much for joining me this week. I love you all so much. Thank you for supporting this podcast. See you next week.